0: Good morning, Green Bay Packers fans. Whew, we're almost there. Preseason, we're gonna be wrapping up, and then regular season. So we got one more, one more contest. What would you think of the game against the Patriots?
1: Um, I don't know. It's, it was okay. Um, you know, it was uh. You know, there was good stuff, um, bad stuff, or <laughs> not great stuff. But I, it was it was an improvement over the previous game. I would I, I would say. And of course, they yeah. played well against um, better than they did in practice. At least that's second like the last day of practice.
0: Yeah, I I thought so too. I was really impressed with a couple of of those guys, mm-hmm. like Royce Newman. I'm pretty sure got bullied mm-hmm. into playing well (laughs) against the Patriots. I thought Jordan Love looked really good. What I was most impressed with though was how that botched snap like did not did not faze him at all. I mean he obviously wasn't happy about it because who would be happy about that? But it was such a stark contrast to last year where if that were to happen you would have seen number twelve screaming at people on the sidelines and love just went back to work.
1: Yeah he's he's doesn't seem to get phased um you know with any of this stuff really I mean a number of people have said that you know um he just seems pretty even keel I guess doesn't get too excited doesn't get too down you know Things happen. Doesn't get too worried or stressed out.
0: Yeah, Jair Alexander was saying that he and Rasul have been jawing at him all camp, and he just doesn't blink. Just it doesn't work. Yeah, which is cool because you know I think it's also just so, so telling that it's not just Packers players that are. Coming away with this, imp- being impressed with Jordan Love, it's it's the opposing team's players. Yeah. Like after the joint practices, they're like, "Whoa, uh, this guy is pretty good." Yeah, like, more than pretty good. He he's he's going to be really good. Yeah,
1: I mean, even some of the national pundits and stuff. They uh, like Eisen did something on 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 a, a video recently where he talked about. Actually, basically, I think twice he talked about Jordan Love looking like he was ready when like by himself, and then he had Matt Schneidman on, and they talked about it. Um, and I think someone else just did, did something like that, some sort of video like that where they talked about saying he thinks Jordan Love was ready.
0: Yeah, Rich Eisen was that was one, and then Dan Orlovsky and Pat oh, well, McAfee.
1: That's what it was Orlovsky. I can't remember the yeah. other Yeah, Pat McAfee too
0: was, and I like. McAfee is like calling out people that we're going to call him a Jordan love hater because of his friendship with Rogers or or Mm -hmm. whatever. But if we know anything about McAfee, it's that he doesn't care what people say or anything like that. So like he's going to say someone's good if they're good. And if they suck, he's going to say they suck. So
1: yeah, at least in his, his opinion, I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't call consider him the authority since he was just, you know, a punter and you know, punters aren't real football players anyway.
0: He wasn't really a stereotypical punter
1: though. No, no, of course not.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm all aboard the love train. I'm pretty excited about it. I think that there's gonna be growing moments during of the year but I don't think there's going to be this week in and week out struggle where he's making the same mistake over and over and over again. I think that he's going to learn from things and, and move on. I think he's going to have a pretty decent year.
1: Yeah,
0: I agree. I mean, you know, it seems him
1: throwing late over the middle has popped up a few times, but yeah. Um really other than that nothing he's never has anything where it's been like a consistent issue. Um his no. ball placement has been off a little bit here and there and stuff like that. But I mean overall like it hasn't been anything where it's like consistently an issue of you know something really bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah I don't think so either let's go on to a couple of undrafted free agents that people are love. Hoving two in particular,
1: mm-hmm. Malik
0: Heath and Emmanuel Wilson. Now, I I only think that one of them is going to make the team, and I think it's going to be Malik Heath. I just don't see him. I don't see him clearing waivers. And given the Packers wide receiver situation with a lot of unproven pieces and this guy is showing enormous potential, I I think that they're going to keep six and I think it's going to be, he's going to be the sixth one. Of course, it all depends on special teams. Yeah. I mean, I I am. Uh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, I thought, I, like, I, thought you, I thought you were been
1: talking. Um, I, I, honestly, I could see a world of both get, get cut. Um, I think it depends on how the Packers see it. Um, I think what's going to be telling on that is their playing time they see in this last game. If he barely plays, then I, I would think that means there's a chance they're going to cut him because they don't want. Um, as much film out there of him, you know what I mean? So they're trying to they're trying to sneak him for the waiver wire type of thing. Um Wilson, I think he's the more likely cut, I think, kind of um regardless, I guess.
0: I don't think there's any question that Emmanuel Wilson gets cut. I yeah, guess, I mean unless he, he is, goes out there and
1: just kills it in the passing game and blocks really well and this and that, maybe they keep him, but
0: uh, yeah, short like that- which he hasn't shown that he will. And here's the thing, too, is that at this point, every, like, every NFL team has their top two running backs right now. Oh, yeah. Every NFL team wants their third running back to do the same thing. <laughs> Pass block, play special teams, and be an option in the passing game. And Emmanuel mm-hmm. Wilson is really none of those three right now. So the Packers can waive him and he will clear waivers.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: And they, and they will get him on the on the practice squad. Now he might like a running back goes down, he might be one of the first ones like like picked up, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, all, I I really don't see that happening. And then I think that Heath has shown some good blocking and everything downfield so i think that he will get the the edge there so i do then think that patrick taylor will be the third running back if they even take a third running back because people need to remember Mm -hmm. that last year they only took two onto the initial 53 man roster
1: yeah i mean them taking two is a possibility definitely um but something I think some people for some people have forgotten to an extent is that um they had um what's his name coming off the PUP? They had um shoot, the guy from Mississippi State um, Hill. Hill, yeah. So they they were gonna have a third running back at some point in this season, you know, after the first four or five games, whatever it was. Um five games, six games. Um so I think that's that's the reason I think kind of that they went with two last year because they knew they were going to get him back in a few weeks anyway. So really, the only you know I mean, of course, they end up having a you know um, locker room issue and even getting cut anyway. So um, I think there's a it's a decent possibility that they have only two on the initial 53, but don't be surprised if it brings someone up to be the third guy. You know, maybe we two week three week four something like that um because i I think there's a notion out there people think that oh they're just gonna have these three running backs you know taylor uh nichols and uh wilson all in the practice squad and oh well this is bring one up each week but that isn't that's not gonna uh, carry you through the whole season because you know you can only activate each three times per season before you have to bring them to the roster multiply three by three obviously is nine. So That's only nine games. You can activate them. So what only are you like gonna,
0: half the season? What
1: are you gonna do with the other eight games? Yeah, you have to right. you're gonna have to bring one of them to the the 50 man fifty three man roster for those other eight games. So I don't think they're gonna take that, that type of approach where oh we're just gonna activate this guy this week and activate that guy that week and just you know I mean they'll at, at some point they'll have their running back on the roster. I mean, I'm pretty sure um, whether that's the initial fifty three or you know a week later, two weeks later, three weeks later, whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll have, have the running back at some point.
0: Yes, I agree. And going to the wide receiver position, you can carry six. They have carried six. They've carried seven before. I don't think they're going to carry seven. The that seventh thing. Granted. That would be Grant DuBose as the seventh wide receiver. And, I mean, he played well against the Patriots, but his sample size in preseason is so small. And can he really be, like, that in that good of game shape so soon? Because he hasn't – he has barely practiced for two weeks.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's looked good in his practice time, though. Um, practices in, in the one game with the Patriots and this and that. Um, uh, I think it's similar situation with him, as I was saying with Heath, where if you see Debose not play much this, you know this game, that they're probably trying to sneak him into the practice uh, the practice squad. But if he plays a lot, then maybe they're trying to get him ready for the season or, or what have you, and they're planning on keeping him. Um, like I said, his, his playing time will really tell us a lot as far as what their their plan is with him.
0: Yeah. I was just impressed with Heath. Like he caught literally everything that was thrown his way against the Patriots, five targets, five catches, 75 yards, and they weren't easy catches either. He was going up and getting them.
1: Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of speaks to his, uh, you know, somewhat limited upside, you know, he's four, six guy. So he's always going to have issues separating, um, so his, his upside versus DeBose is small as – not small, I guess, yeah, smaller. He has less upside than DeBose does. Um, but like you said, I could see them putting DeBose on the practice squad, keeping heath for the year, and then next year letting them kind of battle out and see what happens.
0: I think that is the way to go. And, like, obviously we're talking about wide receiver six. This is not a player that's going to get a lot of <laughs> targets – in the or much, any, or
1: much of any playing time outside of some injuries
0: exactly yeah. so it's kind of a it's kind of a point where people are like really passionate about this person making the roster and and they're not like I mean you gotta look at their top wide receivers Christian Watson Romeo Dobbs Jaden Reed Toure, and Dontavian Wicks and Wicks <laughs> has looked pretty good sneaky good yep in in his preseason games and everything like that so you're you're not gonna you're not gonna take snaps away from them unless you have to and that or or
1: injury
0: right that's what i mean yeah unless you have to because they're injured right but wide receiver six is not gonna be your five targets a game person they might not even play five offensive snaps a game
1: Oh, probably not. Probably doesn't. He's probably going to be activated for like maybe four games, five games on the season, something like yeah. that. Yeah,
0: I mean, look at Toure last year. Barely played. Barely played.
1: He had like 100 snaps around there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So and that was mostly because of injuries. The injury, like he played like the entire Buffalo game. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, inflated numbers there for for that but we'll see what happens I just I just don't think Dubose makes the team to be honest with you yeah but you know who is making the team um Anders Carlson <laughs> I was trying
1: to think of a good joke but I couldn't think of a good joke
0: <laughs> yes Anders Carlson
1: you shouldn't but <laughs>
0: Well, you know, here's the thing. Like, it's a rookie kicker. Exactly. And Mason Crosby, when he was a rookie, was not really that good. And he wasn't really that good his second year or his third year or his fourth year. And he was really good his fifth year. And then he was downright awful in his sixth year, making 63% of his kicks. Yeah. So, I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, you got to remember the wins and stuff in Lambeau is, is, is tough for kickers at times. So, it, I think it hurts a lot of their their um, career accuracy numbers to an extent. Just because those, those weird wins and, and stuff like that. guys um, mm-hmm. So, I think it's just I don't know. I'm just, just with this, how this team is constructed right now. I I mean, I, they're going to win. There are a lot of their games are going to be close, probably. And so you're going to play a lot of close games. And you're going to try and want to rely on your run defense. Well, yeah. Well, your defense and then a little bit of your passing game and your running game and that's and that. You know, um, it's going to be a lot of close games. So you want to have a reliable kicker. But.
0: Oh, yeah. Well. Can't have everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think I. Well, yeah, you want to have a reliable kicker, but you know, like a lot. I saw a report that Anders Carlson. None of his field goal attempts that have been recorded for counting, towards his preseason sta- snaps in, practice or preseason have been from within thirty-three yards.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like. They've been backing him up and up and stuff. So I'd be interested to see what it'll be like, because not every field goal he's going to kick is going to be a 40 to 50 yarder. So. But then again, he also missed those two extra points against the Bengals. So. Not even the chip shots are gimmies. But at nope. the same time. Crosby could not get the ball to the end zone on kickoffs.
1: Well, he had the legs – well, the, the injury, I guess. You he yeah. affected him.
0: Yeah.
1: Plus, he's, he's getting old, so.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like, jump on Crosby, but it was time, I think.
1: More or less. I mean, I just – I felt he, I felt, I felt like Goody kind of panicked and grabbed him. I mean, I know he's a Bisaccia kid, um, but I still feel like he kind of panicked because all the kickers were went off the board earlier than anybody expected.
0: Jake Moody, third round. <laughs> My other guy went in the fourth
1: round and stuff. I was just like, wow.
0: okay, but okay, hold on though. Can we just take a moment to appreciate Goody for not being John Lynch? Huh. I Not mean, all those picks for Trey Lance. for Trey Lance and Lance is your QB three
1: and a third round pick for a kicker,
0: third round pick for a kicker. Like I swear, like the greatest thing he ever did was hire Kyle Shanahan because Shanahan is saving his job.
1: Pretty much. I mean, uh, you know, me and uh, me and Kawano actually DMing about this last night or the day before, whatever it was. That, yeah, basically like his drafts his drafts have been pretty terrible for the most part, like outside of Bosa, you know, and, and a few guys here and there.
0: And it's, isn't Bosa holding out?
1: Uh I'm mean, not I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe. But um yeah, I mean even, yeah, Kwan was pointing out that you know that Lynch's drafts have not been that good.
0: No. Overall. He's always been overrated. Even as a player. Yeah. He got into the Hall of Fame before Leroy Butler.
1: I know, and he was, he was a better oh, player.
0: Just asinine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of asinine, Sterling Sharp did not get in the Hall of Fame again. I saw that earlier. You know, like, I, the, the three guys that they let in are definitely deserving, but the wide receiver that they voted in, Art Powell, Who? had Art Powell played uh, – Oh, I was a
1: joke. I mean, sounds like uh,
0: – I wrote an article last night comparing Sharp and Powell, and Sharp's numbers were better in, three, in three less seasons. The only thing – like Powell scored more touchdowns, but Sharp had more receptions and more yards. Uh-huh. Like, don't get me wrong. Powell definitely deserves it. And I wish that the, you know, Gilbert Brown has always made this point on shows I've done with him or on shows I've listened to where he talks about the hall of fame and he comes from a very different perspective as a player who like knew a lot of these guys and has seen guys die Mm
1: -hmm.
0: before getting elected. And he's like, and his thing is if they're going to get in the hall of fame, Just put them in the damn Hall of Fame while they're still here to enjoy it or while they can still walk up onto the stage. Because, like, Steve McMichael, like, Steve McMichael's not doing good. Oh, is he? No, he's in, in a bed. He's got a tube hooked up to his throat. Everything, like, it was cool. Walter Payton's son was the one who... Told him that he was going in the hall of fame. He's like, You get to be with my pops <laughs> and everything. So that was, you know, like cool, but like the man can't talk. Like, obviously, he was gonna go in the hall of fame.
1: <laughs>
0: put him in the hall of fame when he could have enjoyed it, you know.
1: Do it, do it now.
0: Yes, exactly. Like all oh, these stupid voting things, only three per year for the senior committee, or however many like if they're a hall of fame player, put him in the damn hall of fame.
1: Right. Yeah. I think yeah.
0: I got I got nothing.
1: I mean it's that yeah, this is like a log jammer receiver and they're just kind of Yeah. You know, they're just kinda going through them and like in
0: all fairness, Powell has been waiting longer than Sharp. Oh, okay. Powell hmm. played in like fifty nine through oh. sixty seven. Unfortunately, that's... Powell also passed away in two thousand fifteen. So again to Gilbert's point, put them in the hall of fame while they're still here. Well, if he we paid that long
1: ago, that means he has he doesn't count.
0: Right, Mm. but anyway, that's my soapbox on the Hall of Fame. But congratulations to all three of those. And hey, Steve McMichael, longtime Bear, but he was a Green Bay Packer for one year. Yeah, he was. So it's not like the Bears get an extra one up on us for Hall of Fame players because it counts. They'll
1: They'll say they'll say they do.
0: Yeah, but it counts for both. It counts for both.
1: They'll say it doesn't count. They'll say, oh. Well, uh, you
0: know what? They can say that if they want to, but they're wrong. They're always wrong.
1: Well, because they always suck.
0: You know what? Bears fans are always clowning us about Jordan Love and everything and how dumb of a pick it was. Like, they did not trade up to take Mitch Trubitsky over Patrick Mahomes. Nope. Or draft any quarterback that they've drafted ever. All right. <laughs> Kyle Orton oh I don't think they drafted Orton didn't he get drafted by the Broncos Uh
1: you the Broncos at some point I can't remember if the Broncos drafted him or the Bears drafted him.
0: Or or did um the Broncos draft Cutler Oh the Broncos and then, and then they yeah. traded Cutler Yeah the Broncos definitely drafted Cut- Cutler Yeah and then uh. Orton cuz Orton was a Bronco then too so I think that the Bears drafted Orton and then traded
1: uh, the Bears drafted Orton, yeah, and so
0: they drafted Orton, and then I think like when they traded for Cutler, they sent over Kyle or- Orton. I don't know, it was a mess, but it was fun. Yeah, he was traded to the Denver. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, oh, the Bears trying to talk quarterbacks like they know what a good one looks like. Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. That's what they're best known
1: for, to me at least. Yeah, the whole SNL skit.
0: Good old SML. Matt LaFleur says mm-hmm. that they have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> quote unquote. For, yeah. For who will be starting at safety opposite Darnell Savage. Yeah. But he really wouldn't say who it was.
1: I mean, I I believe it to an extent. I think it's they they know who they want to go with, but I don't think it's like a set in stone type of thing.
0: Right, and he said that they will. It, it could be a fluid situation. Yeah. Throughout the year.
1: Yeah, they're, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going with Ford, and um, they're just gonna see how that goes for the first few weeks. If it goes okay, he'll he'll stay. If it doesn't, they'll try somebody else. You know.
0: Who do you think they're gonna go with?
1: I said it, Ford. I said I think they're going to
0: go Ford. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention to you like I usually don't. It's okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be Ford as well. Just because I don't really think that any of the other free agent signees, and certainly not Dallin Leavitt, (laughs) have played well enough to usurp Ford's spot as the starting safety. He was kind of penciled in there. At the beginning of the offseason yeah Yeah, pencil so they could erase it you know right and jonathan owens had some good plays against the patriots but when i in the cincinnati game he also got burned a couple times yep real bad Mm -hmm. and then tarvarius moore has he's fast Moore's super fast fast.
1: he's a former corner so he has at least he can play corner and emergency type of thing.
0: But he also tweaked his hamstring against the Patriots, and I don't know. Well, I
1: mean, he's also a good special teams player.
0: So. Oh, I think that that's where you're going to see more more often than not is, <laughs> is at special teams. And then the rookie, Anthony Johnson Jr., I like him. Yeah. He's still learning the safety position, though. Because he was a corner all through college up until his senior year, when coach said, "Yeah, probably need to switch positions if you want to get drafted."
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And so he switched to safety, and he played his senior year as a safety.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I always, Iowa State ran a weird defense with their safeties. Uh, they did a lot of um, three-high cover, cover. What do you call it? cover three? I guess I don't know. They ran the, the safeties were three-high. It was you know three across. The field, so it was, which was just a little weird. You don't really see that very often, but um, so they were, they were in a way they were like a, a deep corner type of thing, so it was like a corner/slash safety he was playing, like yeah, I said, like kind of weird, but um, yeah, so it's he's still really technically still learning safety, what safety is, and how to play safety. Yeah. Yeah. he wasn't really even playing a true safety last
0: year, no, no, he wasn't, so yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with Ford there. And that's fine because I mean Ford wasn't awful last year. No, he was fine. Like he wasn't he he was easily the best safety we had last year. Sadly, Savage was not good and Amos was not good at all. (laughs) Amos was even worse. It was so bad. Oh hey, here's here's a question for you. I'm gonna surprise you with this one. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> First of all, he compared Garrett Wilson to Devontae Adams.
1: Oh, I really like the yeah, William mean, Williams, like I said, I've said before, he was my wide receiver, wide receiver one coming to the draft.
0: Well, I agree, but,
1: but... one all the way through, and he was, he was like a guy I liked a lot.
0: Well, sure. I, and I think that Garrett Wilson is a good wide receiver too. And they both wear 17. So, yeah. you know, but come on. It's Devontae.
1: I mean, I think eventually he'll get to that, that level ish. You know, yeah. But he's not
0: there yet. Sure. But Devontae's in what, year 10? Well, 10, well, 12. And Wilson's going to be in year two. But here's, okay. But here's Aaron Rodgers made another comparison the other day Brees hall running back
1: Mm -hmm. iowa state
0: guess who rogers compared him to is it a former packer or no former packer i'm on green yes sir (laughs) i'm on green
1: uh, I can see it to an extent. I mean, cause he was really good at the, or he's really good at backfield. He's good at, you know, catching passes and, 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 um, and then in the passing game, and he's a good blocker and stuff like that. Uh, doesn't have Amon Green's pure speed, obviously. So it's not
0: like, well, see, that's the funny part.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: the funny part of Brian is because it was the speed that he was comparing. He said, I'm on green didn't really look like he was running all that fast, but no one could catch him.
1: Yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, it yeah, is. I point, know. I, I, I'm like. As Prody, he ran like a sub 4-4 four four or something like that. He ran like a four. Yeah, I know. And, or something like that. So, and,
0: like, and Brees Hall's the same way. Like, he doesn't look like he's running all that fast, but he's pretty fast. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Amon Green looked really fast. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. That second statement, the second
1: part of the statement, as far as. Um, Brees Hall running faster than he looks, or what have you, mm. but as fast as Amon Green, no. <laughs> and, no. I, and I love, I love Brees and Hall. He was, my, he was my number one running back the whole year, so yeah, but yeah, he's not like a speed, he's not a guy who's gonna break off a 50 yard, 60 yard.
0: on Green also would run you over.
1: Brees Hall can do it too,
0: but yeah, but I mean. Yeah, look at the two. A big dude, but I mean, John Green was a big guy. So is Brees. Bigger now. That man has been lifting. Oh, he's Breeze, got is, he's got Breeze was like
1: 20 something like that. So he's a big dude too. So yeah. Um, but yeah. So like, I mean, I don't know. They're they're gonna are gonna say I weird stuff.
0: I don't buy the comparison hundred percent. No. Also but. because Rodgers played with Amon Green in the tail end of Green's
1: career. Yeah. And he didn't
0: get to see prime Amon Green up close and personal. He That's saw true. End
1: of the Amon Line
0: Green who ended up on the injured list. Of end,
1: of, end of the line Amon Green. End of the line. Were there were the there were four feeding carries too to try and get the career number that career uh, record. Yeah. Remember that there was uh, feeding in the ball. Yeah. There's ball, he wasn't doing that good. I'm like, what are they doing? I'm like, oh, they're trying to get him the record. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm on green's got a couple of really good podcasts though.
1: Yeah, the one with Mike Wall. I know that
0: he's got that one, and then he does one with Dorsey Levins and Gilbert Brown called the G Lounge. Hmm. that one's really good too.
1: That was a beast back in the day, too. Oh
0: my god, I love
1: to I love meet some Dorsey Levins.
0: Yeah, Dorsey's,
1: especially on those screen passes. Oh, they would do it under, under Holmgren?
0: Oh, yeah good and you get Mike Henderson out in front of you blocking and William
1: good. Henderson Come on. how, Come in. how dare you bes- with Mike is-
0: wall and I was thinking Mike wall
1: how dare you disperse his name William Henderson
0: William Henderson yeah oh going back to green though I always thought I always think it's really funny like if you, you think of him as number 30 then he left and came back and remember what number he was when he came back 33. 34. 34 Okay, maybe. 34. Because John Kuhn had 30.
1: Yeah, Kuhn had 30,
0: yeah. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Mm. Well, Brian, any final thoughts about this Packers team? Anything you want people to know? <laughs> um I don't know. Uh
1: not much. I mean, there's.
0: I'm just trying to think. <laughs> you uh, watching for anything specific in the preseason finale?
1: The finale? Uh, yeah. Like I said, I said earlier, as far as that, those final roster battles is going to be interesting. Like I said, as far as the playing time with the receivers, as far as Heath and Debose, how much do they play or not play? You know, are they playing with the the first teamers? Are they playing with the four stringers? What? You know, that's stuff. that's going to tell you a lot. Like I said, as far as what how the Packers view them. Uh, as far as whether they're going to keep him or not, uh, so that'll be something to watch for with those guys. Uh, I think same thing with the safeties to an extent, as far as uh, are they going to keep? Well, as far as the pecking order and if who, you know what not. Um, uh, and I think the the corners too would be interesting to see, like what they do with Ballantyne now that he's back and he's healthy. Does he play? Does he? Supposedly he now that he's healthy, they just threw him right there. Uh, Um, basically number one units. I think I read that yesterday. That basically he got back and right away they just threw him into all the special teams units, so he's probably going to make the roster, I think. uh, Ballantyne. Um, Trying to think anything else. Seeing the offensive line, who plays again and how much they play and what positions they play would be something to keep an eye on. Um, As far as whether they keep nine or ten offensive linemen. Um, But I think I think kind of, like, kind of like we talked about before, the roster is pretty much set. It's just those last few spots, whether they keep six or seven wide receivers, whether they keep nine or ten offensive linemen, you know, whether they keep four or five line back, off off-ball linebackers, you know, or five or six, you know, um, edge rushers. Um, <laughs> whether they keep six or five or six safeties, which I, I don't see them keeping six safeties, but you never know. Um, and same thing, the corner whether they keep six corners or, I think they're going to keep six corners. I don't see think they keep them less than six. Um, yeah, I think, I think Samarji Charles,
0: Charles should not be on this team.
1: Yeah. He's going to be gone. He, he played, he had like one good practice or whatever it was. And
0: yeah. that was about
1: it. <laughs> Andy Herman talked about it. He was like, Oh my God, he had a really good practice. Like maybe this is, this is something that's clicked light bulbs went off from
0: him. So. No, I'm sure Josh Jackson had good practices too my Carol probably, my Carol practice practices too. Hey, hey, that's my, yeah, probably <laughs> I think that you're right. I think you hit it all. I am gonna be interested mostly in that offensive line.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I'm uh working on an article kind of on what Mina Kimes said yesterday on her podcast that Jordan Love has not been pressured at all. And her exact like I'm gonna paraphrase it a little bit. She goes, Jordan Love is going to play really well this year because his offensive line kicks ass. Yeah, it's off the cliff. That's yeah, kind of it. her 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 thing. And right. it's true. The Packers offensive line, it should be really good.
1: It will be. Yep, it will be.
0: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't last year at the start. No. Jake Hansen, Jake Hansen cut cut Jake Hansen and Royce Newman was by. starting yeah and he was starting and then yep. yeah Newman was starting and, um, yeah not good no but um yeah hey uh next time we're gonna have to talk a little bit about Rashid Walker yeah because we might have our uh David Bakhtiari replacement on the roster <laughs> already Oh, I don't want to get ahead of myself, though.
1: No, don't get ahead of yourself. Let's get to yeah. one more
0: game at least. <laughs> all right, Brian, why don't you tell the fine folks where they can find you?
1: The usual places BMAAFI on Twitter, on um, all your social media, basically on threads, I'm also on Blue Sky. And then um, obviously all my writings are on atbnetwork.com. And then I just started writing last night. Uh, my article for uh, players f- to watch for in the college football season that um, are potential pack fits for people to keep an eye on. Um, that'll be out probably Monday.
0: I'm excited for that. Yeah. Well, you can find me on Twitter at the other Robin 19, not on blue sky because Brian has not invited me. And you can find my written work on grid, uh, grid iron heroics and Wisconsin sports heroics. And that's really all you can find me because I'm just here, not on blue sky, <laughs> but waiting.
1: Waiting. Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> all right, everyone. Have a great weekend and yep. go packo.
1: Go